thank you for joining us on Love That VoiceOver, where we explore the people and projects behind the microphone. Brought to you by voiceover artist Rebecca Michaels-Haw. All right, we're back with Kay Bess, the fantastic and phenomenal Kay Bess. She's told us some great stories. She's laughing. Oh, no, but it's true. Enjoy it. Well, you know, she mentioned another actress that's under the radar, and I just want to say I think probably Kay Bess is under the radar because um, when you look at her credits, as you heard me read them at the very top of the interview, um, she's worked with all of the power player names that, that one could ever want to work with, and I'm sure she continues to with her work with uh, the Tennis Channel and all the promos she's doing for all of the TV channels, cable channels, whatever you want to call them. It's all TV now to us. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, right. you know, and uh, she also shows a great strength in being able to reflect on her life and her career and her moments of failure and being able to, you know, decide to make changes and pursue new things as well. So um, under the radar and phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm phenomenally under the radar. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, so speaking of things that are phenomenal that you think are important for other talent, just to say, well, in my career, I did this. What has been important for you from a training aspect to keep in shape or do you do workouts? Um, you know, that sort of thing. Do you train every once in a while or do you work with a coach? That sort of thing. Um, I I do that intermittently. Um, I think of a voiceover career, at least my voiceover career, um, as being kind of a roller coaster. Um, and so you're on you're on an upswing, you're at a pinnacle, and then you're on a downswing. And so when you're when you're on your way up, really cool, you know, feels great. Here I here I come. Ah, I got this great thing, and it's so important then to remember that what follows is <laughs> you know is a down right. is a down the pendulum shifting. Um, yeah, and even more important to remember is on the downshift that what you know what goes down is coming back up, right? right. So that you you maintain a, a sense of you know a through line through the ups and downs of that. And what I have done on those down moments, if you will, those lulls in my career. Um, I think it's really important never to think of them really as lulls, right? But they're but they're opportunities to do the other things that when you're working a lot you don't have time to do, right? So it's things like okay, I'm going to take a, a class, um, I'm going to uh, refresh my demos, I'm right. going to send out a newsletter to all my clients um, over in the past you know couple decades and right. you know all <laughs> it's a like nice list. it's like. <laughs> It's like housekeeping, right? right? You, spring cleaning. You do spring cleaning. You do your housekeeping on the on the downward trajectory of that roller coaster, so that when you got your little upswing, you've got you know you have a little more momentum behind exactly. you, exactly. And you always have a sense that you're, again, engaged in your career as opposed to waiting for your agent to call you with auditions. Which is not Weeks, right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Which just is, isn't productive. It doesn't right. help you, you know. Um, so, you know, the weeks that are slow, uh, if I don't have a lot of auditions in my inbox, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing other stuff. I'm, like I, I mentioned in the beginning that uh, this workshop that I'm doing with Pat Fraley, 
is actually a home study course. It's home correspondence is, course. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so brilliant, right? Mm-hmm. It's these five lessons over the course and they get sent to you once a week and it's essentially you get these lessons and you got homework to do. And and uh which is great for a right. uh, a, a working person, whether you're working in voiceover or whether you're working waiting tables, you do that when you have the time, you yeah. know, when it when when you have space available. So it's sort of like use the space available that you have to to take lessons. So in in saying that, I have you know I've recently worked with Nancy Wolfson, who I think is a marvelous. Uh, a marvelous commercial coach. Um, and she's kind of my style in the sense that she's really practical. It's really concrete lessons, um, approaches to copy, which I love. It's sort of like, just, just give it to me straight. I don't want any hooey gooey stuff. I just, you know, (laughs) right. Right. And and she's really good at that and super sharp and just, it's a really great curriculum, uh, working with her. And she's, you know, she's, she doesn't suffer fools. And I love that about her, too. It's like, you take yourself seriously, and I'll take you seriously. And I, I really appreciate and love that about her as a teacher. Um, and again, they all have they all have different strengths and gifts and stuff. And right. working with Pat is is like, um, I know, it's like, it's like working with a Smurf, you know, I mean, he's like, <laughs> he's so but he's so talented, and he's so gifted in it. Yet he's just so lovable and you know, you just want to hug him. Yeah. And, and, uh, and he's such a wonderful, thoughtful, big hearted person. And, um, I've worked with him. I've sort of, uh, tangentially worked a bit with Rob Paulson on some stuff who is, uh, a really great animation actor. And, Mm -hmm. and just, he's been kind enough to, to work on, you know, uh, um, some auditions with me for wow. animation when I sort of feel like that's awesome. I don't have I don't have my feet quite on this. Can you help me? I need the I need the dialogue piece of it. So working with him and he does coaching too, although he's pretty swamped lately. But um, but uh, and I'm trying to think. And I I've again worked with uh, Celia Siegel on on marketing things and 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 then again sort of life coaching, get your head back on straight kind of stuff. You know, so so yes, I do. I do engage those kinds of things. Um, we all fall into slumps. We all get stuck uh, the groove on our record. You know, yeah. we can't move yeah, the needle, and habits. it's like get yeah. into habits. And and so it's really great to work with people who can kind of you know help you slap you upside that. your your voice overhead and get you get you sort of oriented in a different direction. And uh, so I'm I'm all for that. I think they're really great people and great teachers. I also, for a period of time, worked, uh, did a, did like a pro workout, like, you know, working people. Yeah. There's a a wonderful group of people uh, who meet at Robin Armstrong's um, studio out in the valley, really wonderful, talented people. And uh, so that was like an every other, it was an every Tuesday night thing, which I did for a while. It was so far away from me (laughs) with a, with a younger kid. It was like, I can't, I can't quite do the drive, but, but I'm also really, really interested right now in getting uh, uh, back into acting, and I really would like to find an acting class, like a scene study class, right? Which I think goes hand in hand with the animation and the gaming stuff. It that 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 kind of lit a little spark in me, like, oh, I remember. This is why I came here, and and I would like to do it for no other purpose than to enjoy it and to sort of stay supple and you know keep upright. You know, right? Yeah, um, I like that. Stay so. supple too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a quick commercial break. Thanks for listening. I just wanted to give you some background info. This is my VO passion project. It's my way to give back to the VO community, which has given me so much. So many fabulous people have helped me, given me advice, mentored me. So I want to take this moment to thank you for listening because I can't even believe it. 
The show has gotten over 75,000 downloads. 75,000 downloads. Thank you so much. I really am thrilled that you're so engaged. And please do subscribe and rate Love That VoiceOver on iTunes and Blog Talk. If you want to receive show summaries per guest with links to each episode based on that one guest, then sign up for the newsletter. It's Love That VoiceOver's newsletter. Go to lovethatvoiceover.com and enter your lovely email. It's really obvious how to do it. I'd like to know what you enjoy, how you're listening. I want to connect on social media and talk about, you know, whatever. So on Twitter, you can find the show at lovethatvo, at lovethatvo. On Facebook, it's two places. There's a page called Love That Voiceover and a Facebook group by the same name. So come hang out with us. Back to the show. So you were going to say? Oh, I was going to say that I've had a lot of uh, uh, epiphanies these days about the importance of failure. Right. Which is a, oh, that's hard. That is so, so hard to, to come to grips with. But I'm really becoming more and more convinced that our best things come out of, uh, of our worst moments. I will share with you, if, if you don't mind, this, um, this thing that happened to me back yeah, in... Yeah, uh, of course. We want to hear in, it. Yeah, in February of this year. And I'm going to invoke the name of a, a dear voice actor friend, Rebecca Reedy. <laughs> um, and we and we've talked about this and sort of worked it all out. It's just what it was a really interesting, um, an interesting moment. So over the years, <clears throat> I have really wanted to uh, to cultivate uh, the piece of voiceover in live announcing. OK, uh, like, uh, right. uh, Oscars, like Emmys, Emmys, yeah, yeah uh, that kind of stuff. So and I've done a little bit of it and I really love it. I love it because it's like it's like live theater. You know, you're on your toes, you right. have headphones on, you have the director yelling everybody's cues and you got to listen for your own and it's timing and you know, you you're There's following adrenaline. your script, it's live. It's adrenaline. Oh my goodness, it's it's gnarly and I love it. <laughs> so, <laughs> talk about so, a hot, um, hot seat. <laughs> exactly. And it's uh it's really unglorified work and uh, it doesn't pay that well. I don't care. Oh my it god. It doesn't matter to me. It's <laughs> it's just it's just you know, it's a 12-hour day, you know, yeah. doesn't 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 matter. But so, it's the thrill. It's the thrill. It's the so drug. Here I am. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, yeah, no, I know, right? It is a drug. I, so here I am trying to trying to cultivate this stuff and I and I'm I'm trying to get into my, you know, my new agey uh, you know, if you think the thing, you can right. uh, create it, you right, know. Right, right, right. Law of attraction. You know, I, yeah. Yeah, it's that and then I I get a little cynical, but that but we all do. <laughs> anyway. We all so do. I was in my I was in my non non-cynical moment and I so I'm I'm thinking about uh, okay I wanna I wanna do more live announcing stuff and and oh my goodness if not like the next day oh. I get this call to do a a job for this major corporation like an like an awards uh, ceremony uh, show yeah yeah it that's going to be in Vegas and it's a really you know big deal and they they fly you there put you up at the you know, Mandarin and they, and, and it was a really good juicy paycheck. And, you know, it was like, wow. Yay! And I was just so thrilled because I, um, because I got the call from my agent and they said, I, they said, I have a booking for you, you know? And so I, so I was thrilled. Right. Yeah. And, um, and then, oh gosh, I think it was like a week later, <laughs> <laughs> I got a call from, 
one of my agents who said, yeah, you know, that job. Yeah, that they, yeah, they decided to go with Becky Reedy, who's uh, like one of my best friends, right? Uh, and I was like, uh, just like the wind got just sucked out of me. Like it, it was crazy. And it was a bigger deal to me because I had gone through this thing of like, I'm visualizing my future. Right. And this is what I, you know, and it was almost like, you know, God, the universe, however you want to answer put that. You. Sort of like, here's this fabulous job for you. Just what you asked for. Oh, I'm going to take it right back. You know? Oh, oh my God. I just, I like plummeted. I was in bed for three days. I was oh, so no. sad. I was just like, oh, it's never gonna, I'm never going to have it. Right? All this stuff. So I spent like three days. I was very, um, I was very intentional about like, okay, I'm going to just have my pity party yeah. for a couple of days right. and then I like, get over it, you know? <laughs> yeah. So you give your, so in- yourself your space to do that. Exactly. So I did that. And then I realized like on the third day, she rose and I, <laughs> and, uh, and I called my dear friend, Celia Siegel, who is a, oh, a, yeah. a, a wonderful uh, manager, manager of talents, yeah. ma- marketing, and, and also a life coach. And um, I called her and I said, I have to talk to you. And I, and I told her, I said, this, 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 this like knocked the life out of me and I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I don't yeah. know what to do. Yeah. I can't get out of this thought thing of like, hang it up, Kay. Give, give it up. Go <gasps> oh you know, sell Amway. It was sort of like, oh my you know, God. like it was. And so, That's and she serious. was so, that was really oh, it was. serious. I know it was it was a bigger event in my head than what it actually was on paper. Right. It was, it got, it triggered something else. Right. Yeah, it was right. Yeah, like some other old stuff coming up. To- totally. Right. So this happens. Right. right. So, and she just said to me, well, uh, here's the thing. She said, the fact is you got the job. They did want you, you know, and it was a decision made at, you know, the, the president of the company just said, you know, I think I like, this voice better, which, which was Becky's. She said, you know, but the, but the people who, you know, who were casting and stuff, they picked you. So you need to get your mind back to that sense of, yes, yes, you got picked, you booked, you're not going to get the money and you're not going to go to Vegas, but you did, your talent did get you the job. Right. And I was like, oh, right. Oh, that's right. I have, I do have talent. They did pick something. Right. Thank and God. and Becky is a fantastic voice actor who's so versatile and um, it, but it was a moment of, you know, from there, this is what I'll say, th- th- this, this is why it's a pivotal moment, that from there, I realized that somebody needed to talk about what it's like to lose jobs to your friends. Oh, my right? God. And so, so I started writing, and I, I, I'm actually writing a book uh, about stuff like this. But it was sort of like, aha, here I here's, here's my blessing. I now have chapter 17. <laughs> right. So, um, but, but it was... It, um, that's it, it, what came to you. That's what came to me. <laughs> but it prompted, it prompted this realization that you must pick yourself up out of the ash heap. That I, cre- I created that ash heap. I mean, my goodness. Right. Uh, we, uh, Becky and I and, uh, you know, all the other women that we all read against each other all the time. And she gets jobs I don't get. I get jobs she doesn't get. It, that's the nature of the beast. It was just sort of laid out in front, like, for, for me, for all to see right. in, in a certain sense. It was a moment that, that made me realize how imperative it was for me to have that experience of losing that job so strikingly, a job I really wanted right. and that I felt like came to me to lose that and to say, well, what do you, so what are you going to learn from that? What are you going to 
how are you going to pick yourself up out of that and create something out of it? And those are the kinds of moments all along the way. I lost the Oscars in 2000 to another voice actor. That was a pivotal loss. I bet. I um, bet. But, it, but you know what? It gave me the Jones to, to do uh, live announcing. Right. And... And it was like, oh, by golly, I didn't get that one, but I, I want to. But I'm you know, in that I game now. Do this, yeah, I'm, in, I'm that in that game, game now. now. That's very cool. Yeah. So losing jobs, losing accounts. If you get them, you're going to lose them. That's just how it is. And the more comfortable you can get with losing them, and the and the quicker you're able to rebound from jobs lost, you know, the quicker you work again, and the more the more refined you are in what you in what you want, in what you seek, in what you are willing to get yourself trained for right you know and your expectations too probably won't build the mountain out of the the spectacularness of the one job you'll go yes for that moment but you won't hold on to that like that's the glue to your world right yeah yeah so you know when you asked me about pivotal moments i was sort of looking at you know at my life and thinking I don't have, it's not like, well, in 1994, I won an Emmy for, you know, I'm not that girl, but I've, but I've had this career, you know, this, this career that's in its third decade now. Right. And I, and that says something. It's it's the little moments of, of learning and knowledge about myself that kind of summon something that keeps you moving, right. And keeps you working and keeps you, I am a journeyman actor and um, who knows what's ahead of me, but I look back and I go, wow, I have, a career I have a career you have you know yeah so yeah and at the same time I you know you have a job today and doesn't mean you're going to have one tomorrow you know well that's only the gig you're talking about though sure yes right the gig yeah but you know it's it's one of those things like plus this one plus that one plus this one plus that one it's a consequential culmination yeah pretty wild but pretty anyway becky reedy if you're listening you know that how much i love you thank you for being a part of my lesson (laughs) (laughs) and with that we'll take another break thanks for listening and stay tuned for the final part with k bess one last thing it's voiceover improvisation you've probably heard about it you might have fears you might have joys you might have complete wild abandon that's fantastic Well, back in 2013, I created Love That Improv VO. I was really lonely and I wanted some VO playmates live to do voiceover improv. Just like the stage in-person improv stuff, but I adapted it for audio only because nobody out there was doing it and I had to have it. So I made it myself. So come play with me. Come play with us doing voiceover improvisation online. Check it out, lovethatimprovvo.com, or if that's too hard, just voimprov.com, <laughs> and check it out. And follow on Twitter, at voimprov. Thanks, and back to the show. So what's your future? What's your dream gig? Where are you headed? I really would love to enter the world of gaming, um, just because I tend to be a little bit more of a serious person, even though I do, you know, I can be funny when I'm not pressured. <laughs> um, I just love the idea of w- thinking about gaming as as it was so beautifully put to me by again by Zach Hanks, who is another teacher that I've taken stuff from mm. some, some private coaching. Um, and he's so wonderful. He actually he teaches theater at a college and he teaches Shakespeare. Then when you hear him talk about games and he he puts it all in context of sort of like gaming is Shakespeare. 
That's you so know, cool. it's that big. It's big drama. It's it's big life. It's life and death. It's that just completely flipped a switch in me. Like, oh, that's oh, right. So that. I so <laughs> yeah. So I'm really traveling that path, and I'm giving myself like five years. Right, right. You know that right. It, that it really takes about that long for for things to come to fruition because you you have to recognize what skills you need. Then you have to seek out the skills. Then you have to work it. Right. You have to practice, practice, right, practice. Right. And then you start to cultivate and you can't kind of expect things to happen. Like, I want to do animation and three months later, go, how come I haven't booked? Right. You know, so it's one of those like, just keep at it. Keep learning. Keep right. doing. Keep auditioning. Keep at it. And and one of these days, you'll get the call going, hey, you booked that little blue turtle, you know, <laughs> on the or w- whatever. That's one line. Great. I got, you know, that's where I'm setting my sights creatively. Awesome. Same with animation. Again. Again, I sort of put those two things together because they are more, they're character oriented right. and acting oriented. And then I'm plugging along at seeking out various live announcing things, most of which have nothing to do, they're okay. not broadcast, you know, so we're not talking about Emmys, Oscars, all that stuff. And if that comes, great. great. But um, but that those those jobs are so rare and, the, and uh you know, they happen once they happen once a year and, you know, it's uh, but there and there's so much other live announcing like I, I had. Oh, I had such a great experience in March doing the live announcing for the Alzheimer's, a benefit for the Alzheimer's Foundation, which was called a night at Sardi's. Oh, that's held at the it's held at the Beverly Hills Hotel, which and it was just this star studded event. Wonderful, beautiful people for a fantastic cause. All of them so generous donating their time and and I got to announce it and oh, it was just wow. such a, did you have kind of the director calling cues oh, and yeah. the whole same scenario oh, yeah. oh totally the same it's all it's the same it is big event production okay. that requires script it's live yeah. you're looking you're listening you're paying attention you're rehearsed you all of that kind of stuff it was such a wonderful experience so those kinds of jobs I'm I'm really looking toward cultivating yeah um and really keeping keeping my hat in the ring with regard to commercial and and promo narration stuff Uh, one of my favorite jobs was doing property brothers it was it was a regular gig for four seasons i had the most fantastic director one of the best experiences i've ever had probably the best (laughs) you know at least one of the best experiences working with a director who was a wonderful director who trusted me i trusted him it was just a fantastic experience. So yeah. more stuff like that doesn't, you know, it doesn't come around terribly often, but those are the kinds of juicy little things that, you know, I that I hope to have again. And that's where I am. <laughs> that's wonderful. Yeah. You mentioned that you were writing a book. Tell us something about that. I am. I've had this little uh, idea for a few years, and it is a book about voiceover. But it's it's not a how to book, a how or a how to get into, or okay. a how to pick so the right mic, or people, what yeah. classes. <laughs> it's really it's really about. I, I think this. I can't remember this. Is sort of a working subtitle, okay. but it's. Um, it's how to have a voiceover career and keep your soul intact. Oh wow! So, so it's really about relationships and about how you are, how you relate to people that you work with. You become friends with your competitors. How you navigate what it's like when your friends have great success when you don't. Oh my the, god, the, that's the, fantastic! Right, the whole notion that that that's always a give and take. That you will have your moment. That this is theirs and. 
it's also a little bit of a book of, on behavior, um, on how to behave. You know, there's <laughs> oh, there's behave. this great, <laughs> oh behave. There's this there's this fantastic phrase which is called it's called the humble brag. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. The humble brag. Yeah. Okay. I totally so am. it's sort of like oh, isn't this isn't it a drag that I ripped my dress while walking the red carpet? It's mm-hmm. like okay, well you know you're on the red carpet. Stop Do we really you know? want to have sorry, yeah, feel sorry yeah. for you? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, there's a phenomenon that happens. You know, when we want to announce our work, we're so excited. I got a job. Yes. And I did this, and, and yes. it becomes you know I've seen a few. I don't. I I may have hidden there. The hidden them on my feed <laughs> on Facebook, but it's sort of like I really don't need to know how many jobs you're working because it makes me feel bad. Um, but it's it's such an interesting thing. Like it's a, that's a little bit of bad behavior. It's like not. It's it's like walking into a lobby and bragging. You like you don't. It's in its sensitivity. It's decorum. So there's little pieces of things like that. Like because at the end of your life, at the end of your career, in the midst of the trajectory of your career, what do you want to be thought of? How, how do you want to be thought of? Mm. As someone who is kind, generous, uh, gracious, understanding, you know, who weathers the storm, who comes out, you know, um, not bitter, not, not you know, negative, not cynical, not sarcastic. So those kinds of things, um, you know, so I, I'm kind of addressing those. It's a little bit of, lo- you know, what I would have called lobby behavior, but I, I think it's now sort of new media behavior. Yeah. Um, but then also really at a core level, it is surviving the ups and downs, the the inevitable failure, the the, you know, the inevitable ride at the top, which might be long lasting, but it not, might not be. And how you maintain a really good sense of character and remain a good and decent person who honors relationships and, and all that good stuff. That's what it's about. I, you know, I hope there's a little humor in it. And, um, <laughs> but I'm hoping for a lot of anecdotes. You know, I have such, I have lifelong friends in voiceover who I've witnessed weather mighty storms yeah. and who, you know, who've come out the other side and, and still do what they love. And the, and the whole, idea of reinvention how you keep yourself going in a career really in any career is your willing your willingness to reinvent yourself and to cultivate new skills and blah 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 but that so that's what it's about now this is even more motivation for me to sit and write (laughs) i am a writer but you know i i tend to be like oh i feel like writing a poem you know instead (laughs) Instead of writing the chapter writing a chapter so that's a um i'm really i'm excited about that so well congratulations thank you and then and then uh out of that, uh, working to create kind of a live presentation of that, that where, you know, you might attend at a, you know, an hour long thing at a, you know, workshop or whatever. So that's that's, cool. You have an audience immediately of of voice talent wanting to, it's not the dirty side, but it's kind of like the dirty side that nobody likes to talk about in a way when you talk about these tough moments, because everybody wants to celebrate what's happy and good. And, you know, we learn so much, like you said earlier, at one point in the interview, we learned so much when we struggle and when we get through things, we learn oh, probably that's, yeah. that's what helps us get to the peaks, you know, yeah. to be able to manage ourselves in such a way that we can. Um, yeah. The, the dregs are where the lessons are learned. <laughs> Sounds like it's, it's going to be chock full of lessons uh, learned. Oh, my gosh. It's it's it, I think it is where all the lessons. Yeah, are. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. It's your struggle that that, you know. It's the struggle that makes you grow. I mean, yeah. if you think about that and just in terms of a seed, you know, yeah. or even a chicken and an egg, it's like, what are they doing? It's like they're struggling, struggling, struggling in darkness yeah. until they break something open, which has got to hurt. And then you go, 
oh, I made it through the break and there's the light. You <laughs> and know? you're just beginning. <laughs> and you're just, yeah. And there's your life before you, wow. you know. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's, wow. that's exactly the that's exactly the point. Yeah. 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 Well, we look forward to hearing about the release of that book at some point in the future, <laughs> hopefully within the next year or so. And we yeah. can have you back on the show it's for that. Goal. That would be perfect. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. That Again, would be perfect. What a great goal. That's a great yeah, goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, you guys, she told me when we were first getting started before the interview actually started that that I'm her first interview. So Ooh. it's been my pleasure, <laughs> my true honor. And that was part of why I wanted to say uh, namaste before. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> well, it's been my pleasure. My goodness. I um, To have the opportunity to talk about what you love to do is really um, a gift. So I, I really appreciate it. I truly do. It's been really fun. Well, it's been awesome having you and getting to know you better. And I uh, appreciate you uh, with your time and uh, sharing all of your stories with us. It's it's really fantastic. Thank you. And I do love that, Rebecca. <laughs> That's fantastic. What a great uh, what a great time. Thank you so much for having me. It's Thank really you. Wonderful. All right. So. Until next time. Till next time. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Love That Voiceover. Lots of love to you. You sexy, beautiful, adorable person. Take care.